Hello and welcome, or welcome back, to Life Lessons with Lisi. It's great to have you here and that you have chosen to tune in. And I'm really happy that you have because today marks a very special milestone episode because it's episode number 10. And I want to start by saying thank you to everyone that has streamed an episode so far or has interacted with me on the social medias. Last time I checked, there were 150 independent listeners and I feel very proud of that. Throughout this process of starting a podcast and learning how to create content, I have felt all of the scary feelings. Is anyone actually listening? Am I saying the right things? It can be demotivating, it can be scary, especially when the engagement isn't where I would like it to be. And it's just been a real steep learning process for me. So to all of you that have tuned in so far, you are all so appreciated and thanks for being here. Hopefully you're going to be sticking around for a few more. So before we get into this week's life lesson, I just wanted to throw a mini disclaimer out there um, that the sound quality of this episode might not be as clean as I would like it to be because my neighbours have decided that they're going to be moving around a lot today. So (laughs) that is one of the drawbacks of living in South London. It does feel like we are all on top of each other a little bit, but hopefully this will still be a really enjoyable episode for you to get listening to. Let's get into this week's life lesson and the episode is called Trust the Timing. This episode, as the title suggests, is all about your life's timing and the lesson goes as follows. Trust in the timing of things. It's easy to get caught up in where other people are in their lives. We can often feel like our progress is less valid in comparison. Everything happens in its own time for a reason. Sometimes the reason isn't always clear, but try and trust that you are exactly where you need to be right now. Even if it doesn't feel like you are where you want to be. Don't keep wishing for tomorrow. If you live for tomorrow, you'll look back and realise you missed out on all the beautiful and magical todays. Take it slow, love. Live for today. So, how do we trust in the timing of our lives? Firstly, I think it's important to recognise that everybody's path is different and there's no formula for the way that you should be living your life. I think generationally, the timing of our generation's lives are going to be very different to our parents, for example. Um, And when I say our lives, I kind of mean people in a similar sort of age bracket to me, so in their 20s. 
because society is constantly changing and developing you know people live longer now and there are things like financial implications that generations previous to us might not have had to deal with for example how many of our parents bought their first house in their 20s you know at age like 25 I think if you're able to buy a house these days at age 25 can you please tell me what you're doing because I think that is feels quite out of reach for most of us um in this day and age and I think that it's important to recognize that maybe some of those life milestones that our parents might have had by this point are not realistically achievable in the society that we currently live in and when it comes to talking about the timing of our lives there does seem to be a sort of societal value system we seem to celebrate some life milestones more than others and I think sometimes that this can warp our sense of value For example, getting engaged, buying a house, having a child. These are all amazing and valid milestones. And they're very traditional milestones. But they are not the only milestones of value. I think living a happy, meaningful and authentic life involves working out what values work for you and when it comes to the timing in which things unfold just because your life is happening at a different pace to those around you does not make it less valid and valued and I think what's really great about living right now in the current time we're living in is people are now creating their own non-traditional milestones now i don't know if these are as valued as tradition as the traditional ones i just listed above i think that probably depends on the community you have around you to be honest but what's important to you and what you value as a milestone might be very different to the people around you but that is okay you get to decide on your life's timing and what milestones mean something to you even if they don't fit those societally traditional forms of milestones it's easy to think when you look around at what others are doing that everybody is sort of progressing faster than you but there are going to be so many people in the same position as you and we're all just trying our best to navigate the human experience there is no manual to life there is no roadmap or tick boxes that say that you have to have done a certain thing by a certain point in order to be valued or successful it's up to you to 
decide what your value system is and where you would like to get to. You get to decide what milestones are for you and you don't need to compare your milestones to somebody else's. Yes, traditionally there is a societal value system on certain things but you can't really do much about that but what you can do is you can choose to forge your own path and trust that your path is going to unfold for you in the way that it means to. So I'm 28 years old, I haven't got a significant other um, and I can only speak from my personal experience but I do think through conversations that I've had with other women, approaching 30, single, renting, living in London, it can be quite scary and it's kind of understandable why the comparisons might creep in, especially if you would like to have a child. I do think that biologically, um, at this sort of age, we start to think, oh, shit what am I doing like if I need if I want to do this I need to you know the time is running out and for me there's an extra layer of that because I have a complex health condition which would mean that if I did want to start a family it may might take some extra time and I had an experience the other day I was at hospital for a check-in with my consultant and he asked me about it um, and I've been told that this is something that I need to start considering now. And I was like, oh my God, that's just a lot. Because I don't think I'm anywhere near ready to even be thinking about the possibility of having my own human life. So if I focus on the timing of my life and maybe that things are not aligned with where I w would like them to be, and I start trying to control what's going on in my life I have found that gives me such a negative effect on my mental well-being whenever I've tried to force the timing of things or started down a path of like I should be here I've been met with resistance and if I really think about it I can feel where there is resistance in my life and in within within my body in fact when I'm trying to force things that aren't meant for me and I think if you really think about things that you know people at this point might feel like society expects them to be in a relationship you know you're approaching your 30s you're single you need to get into a relationship because you need to settle down but like I said earlier about a value system that future might not be the one that's meant for you and that might not be the path that makes you happy you know when I was thinking about this the other day I thought to myself do I actually want that for myself or is that an expectation because I'm happy right now so feeling like I need to settle down just because I'm 28 and you know I'm not getting any younger that's actually not a pathway or a timeline that I necessarily want for myself right now 
And this can absolutely happen the other way around as well. Like I've got friends that are having children and getting married at this age and that's absolutely where they're meant to be. And that, you know, just because I'm not in that situation, I'm coming from this, from the lens of being sort of a single person in their late 20s, but just as equally it's valid to be the other the other side of the coin, to be wanting to settle down at a younger age and and that that is absolutely okay to have you know the whole point of this life lesson is to say any timeline that you are on it's exactly where you are meant to be and that will be different for all of us another thing that i have struggled with when thinking about life's timing is covid time so for me, the pandemic was when I was in my mid-twenties and I feel like I missed out on two years of my absolute prime. And it can feel like the timing of my life now is somewhat tainted by that. Because like those were the years that I was supposed to be going out and having fun and meeting people. And that just didn't happen at the age that I think it should have happened at. So now, being in my late 20s and still kind of feeling like I'm 25 and wanting to go out and like, you know, go to bars and go to clubs and stuff and a lot of my friends not being in that same place, I have to really decide like, right now, if I want to do those things, I do have to forge my own path. And you hear people say like, oh, you're too old, you're too old for clubbing, but... (laughs) Firstly, I disagree. <laughs> You're never too old for clubbing. Um, but also, like, by whose by whose standards, by whose life timeline are you too old for that? I don't know. I think the concept of being too old for something is really backwards and keeps you locked in boxes that you just don't need to stay locked in. Being in the late 20s is a weird age. Like, you've got the people having babies, getting married, and then you've got those people that are, like, chronically single, going travelling, focusing on their their career, or you've just got people just trying to exist, just existing. And I feel like sometimes there's this pressure, this burden of, like, I haven't done enough, life is moving so fast, but it's also not moving fast enough to where I want to be. And thinking like this puts you on a hamster wheel. So, to help with this, I do have a small strategy that I like to use. And I like to spend a little bit of time every now and then visualising my life as if I am halfway up a mountain. So I can look back down on the terrain that I have travelled and I can see all of the paths that I could have walked down and the reasons why I didn't. Reasons that might not have been clear at the time. So in my visualisation, I can see that one path was blocked by a massive boulder and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed at that boulder to try and get around it. I tried to go around, but I couldn't. 
I wanted that path so badly and I thought that that path was for me because everybody else was able to go down that path but I wasn't. So I took another path. And at the time, I didn't know why that boulder was blocking my path. But now, from my higher vantage point, halfway up my mountain, I can look down and I can see that on the other side of that boulder was a pit of despair for me. I like to look at my life like this, especially when I feel like I'm stuck or I haven't made progress. All of the things that have happened to me have put me where I am right now. The paths I didn't travel down have led me exactly where I needed to be at every point in my life and I have grown in different ways because of those different experiences. Rejection is redirection. And I know it can be frustrating to trust in your own timing. As I've said, you know, for a fair while, I was the only person in my close friendship group that wasn't in a relationship. And sometimes it would really play on my mind, why is this not happening for me? But I like to think that there was a reason. Maybe right now that's just not what's meant for me. What if right now I'm meant for something different? You know, it's not just about relationships as well. It's like, you know, if you've been working at a job for a really long time and you haven't had that promotion and someone comes in, you know, after you and then gets it, you're like, what the hell? Like, what? where's my timing on this? But maybe there's something there that you need to learn. Maybe there's something there that you need to action. Or maybe it looks like things are falling apart for you because that's not the path that you need to be traveling down. So I say in the life lesson about not wishing for tomorrow. If you live for tomorrow, you'll look back and realize you missed out on all of the beautiful and magical todays. Which is a reminder really on the power of the present moment. How much of our precious time do we give away to thinking about the future or ruminating on the past? I know it's tricky, you know, when you have an extensive to-do list and you're, you might be going through the motions on autopilot thinking of all of the things that you've got to do. The last thing on your thinking list is to think about the present, mo- the present moment. Living for the weekend is also a big one and I've been giving this a lot of thought recently because I haven't been enjoying my job as a teacher as much as I used to. I've been teaching for five years, including teaching through the pandemic. And to be honest, I've got to a point now where I feel a little bit fatigued of the job. And I think if you speak to any teacher in the UK education system right now, they will tell you that they have hit that point. 
So recently I felt like I'm living for the weekends. I'm, I'm living for that point in the future, the next exciting plan. And to be honest, it does mess with the value system that I mentioned earlier. So in my value system, it's really important to me to enjoy what I do for work. I'm a Capricorn with a Virgo Mars. <laughs> so that's a side wheel. If you're into astrology, that's a whole topic I can deep dive. But that's for another day. But basically, work is really important to me. So right now, I'm struggling with the fact that I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm enjoying my work and I feel like I'm living for the weekends. I'm living for the times I'm not at work and I'm itching to clock out so I can go home and write podcasts and see my friends and make content and do that thing that really fills me up because at the moment work's not doing that for me. But what moments am I missing out on because I'm focused on the future? And the only thing that I've come up with thus far as to how to combat this is trying to break down things into smaller moments. So for example, I don't particularly enjoy teaching year nine. And if I look at that hour as a whole, I will dread it. But can I try and break down the moments within that lesson that I can try and be present and, and and enjoy it a bit more. Life is happening right now, right this second. And there is always going to be something on the horizon. There is always going to be the next thing. Now, I do think it's really important to have things to look forward to. I know when I've been struggling with my mental health, one thing that has really helped me is to have plans in my diary that I'm looking forward to. But the present moment is happening right now. And if we're constantly looking to the next plan, we might miss out on what's happening right now. Sometimes that might be what we want. You know, if you're going through a process, uh, through a period of distress, all you want to do is move yourself out of that state as quickly as possible, which is totally understandable. But I do think it can be tempting to want to force the next thing to aid this. For example, you know, settling in a relationship that you know maybe isn't right for you because you're fearing of the path walked alone and that fear is a feeling that you don't enjoy in your body so you settle but trusting in the timing is trusting that you don't need to force what is meant for you because what is meant for you will unfold naturally you know you always hear about people who want something so badly that they're so focused on it that they never get it. You know, they're, they're like so obsessed with having this thing that they think is going to make them happy. And they look for it and search for it in so many places and, you know, they don't get it. And it's like that 
paradox of when you stop looking is when it comes. So, trust in the fact that your life's timeline is unfolding at exactly the right pace for you. And what is meant for you will never pass you by. So, thanks for tuning in to this week's live lesson. I hope it's given you something to think about. As usual, you can find me on the social media, which is at Life Lessons with Lucy on Instagram, and it's at Life Lessons with underscore Lucy on TikTok. All that's left to say is peace, love, ultimate vibes, and I'll speak soon. Bye.